Hi everyone, this is Nurse Anna coming to you from NurseStudy.net. Today we're going to be talking about diverticulitis. In order for us to understand diverticulitis, we actually need to understand what diverticulum are. So diverticulum, and if there's more than one, it's actually called diverticula, um, is a development in some patients as a protrusion or outpouching of the inner lining of the intestine. They are usually characterized by a small pouch with a thin or narrow neck. When diverticula are present, the patient is said to have developed diverticulosis. Some patients may be born with diverticulum, however, the majority of the diverticula will develop or appear at an older age. This will usually appear in the large intestine. Diverticula develop in areas of the colon that are weakened from pressure, i.e. constipation, hard stools, etc. The outpouching will protrude through to the large intestinal wall. There are some pictures of this um, on nursestudy.net under this article so that it might be easier for you to visualize this. Diverticula can be common in older patients and they can actually not cause too many problems or issues. When we see inflammation of the diverticula or the diverticula become infected, usually from the diverticula tearing, the diagnosis of diverticulitis can then be made. The patients that are at the highest risk for developing diverticulitis are older patients, said usually over the age of 40, smoking, a sedentary lifestyle, meaning a lack of exercise, obesity, a diet that is actually low in fiber and high in animal fat. Some medications can actually um, predispose the patients to getting diverticulitis, such as steroids, opiates, and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. Some of the signs and symptoms for diverticulitis. Patients with a history of diverticulosis I'm sorry, usually have no signs or symptoms of the illness. It is not uncommon for these patients to have bloating or cramping in the lower abdomen occasionally. But when these symptoms do appear, they are usually very severe and have a very sudden onset. The symptoms that we would see are abdominal tenderness, gas, bloating, fever, nausea and or vomiting, decreased appetite. Diagnosis. Well, when a patient presents to the hospital or emergency room with abdominal pain, there are several different types of diseases and infections that could actually cause abdominal pain. So the healthcare provider will actually need to do several tests to rule out other possibilities. They will do blood tests. We're looking for an elevated white blood cell count on the CBC. A pregnancy test. Could this be an ectopic pregnancy that's causing this pain? Liver function test. Well, does the patient have hepatitis maybe or cirrhosis? Stool cut cultures. Are we sure that this isn't about a C. diff? So a CT scan will be done and an abdominal ultrasound will usually also be done. Treatment of diverticulitis is actually dependent upon the severity of the symptoms. If we suspect a tear, we're going to put that patient on antibiotics. We don't want peritonitis. Pain medications, bed rest, bowel rest. What we need by bowel rest is usually we'll put the patient on a liquid diet for one to two days and then we'll advance them as tolerated. And we're going to start to need to increase the fiber in these patients diet. We need to clean out this colon. Complications. Well, fistula formulation is actually um, one of the biggest 
complications. And this is an abnormal connection between another part of the body and the colon. Perforation. This is the tear in the colon. This can be a very serious problem if not taken care of right away. Stricture formation. This is actually a narrowed area of the colon. In abscess formation, that area can be filled with pus and or infection. So this was just our quick little blip on diverticulitis. I hope this information was helpful to you guys. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page at NurseStudy.net or online at NurseStudy.net for more nursing topics. This is Nurse Anna hoping that you have a great day.